from the Mercy One Studio. Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulus every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting today from the Mercy One studio, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. I am Joe Stopulus, and today I am joined by Father Don Calloway. Going to discuss the book he wrote that was the number one book of 2020 in the Catholic world and possibly 2021 as well. He might repeat with the consecration of St. Joseph. Let us start in prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who implored your help and sought your intercession were left unassisted. Full of confidence in your power, I fly unto you and beg of your protection. Despise not, O guardian of the Redeemer, my humble supplication, but in your bounty hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Don Calloway, speaker at the Christ Our Life Conference, the most recent one, and the author of the the newest, again, the, the number one selling book of the year in the Catholic world, which is the Consecration to St. Joseph. I had the pleasure of doing this consecration at the beginning of this year. I started January 1st, and it was a game changer for me in my relationship with St. Joseph. Holy Father, on December 8th, Proclaim that this is the year of St. Joseph. So hopefully all of us Catholics are, are taking a, a special uh, special time this year to get to know the foster father, the father of our earthly, the earthly father of Jesus, uh, St. Joseph, in a special way this year. And this book, which we'll, we'll talk about in, on the next side with Father Calloway, was a game changer. Absolutely opened my eyes to just how important St. Joseph is to each of us, and how he can help us grow closer to Jesus. So stick around. We're going to head to a short break, and when we return, Father Don Calloway will be with me. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio, John Leonetti in the Morning, and the Maroon Moment is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. Golden Rule Heating and Cooling is a family-run business, reminding you of the Golden Rule. Treat others as you wish to be treated. Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. GoldenRulePHC.com Thank you, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. My help comes from you. You're right here, 
Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis, and today I am joined by Father Don Calloway. I'm going to steal his bio from the Christ Our Life Conference bio. From an affiliation with a foreign mafia to drug use and incarceration, Father Don's stunning conversion is mesmerizing. Now an international author, leader of the devotion to St. Joseph, the Virgin Mary, and Divine Mercy, the Holy Rosary, and also a talented surfer, he motivates countless souls across the country and the world. Father Don, welcome to the show. Hey, brother. Good to be with you. Man, that's a sweet bio. I got to I gotta you, actually you can steal get it. that one. You can, <laughs> we won't even charge you. We won't even charge you. Awesome. Um, I am there's okay. I got, I'm going to have to fanboy out here a little bit. Um, I just finished doing the consecration. We started, I believe in the first, yeah, it was the first of, uh, of January a group. I'm in a St. Joseph group we're, we're in as a Holy spirit thing. My wife had purchased this book for me for Christmas. I think it's maybe a, a nudge. Hey buddy, time to grow up in your fatherhood. Um, she buys it for me. And then I find out this group of men is doing it the next week randomly. Mm-hmm. It was a life-changing book. So first off, thank you for writing it. That's awesome. No, I'm glad to hear that kind of stuff, man. That's you just made my day. That's that's phenomenal. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, you've made a lot of people's day. I mean that sincerely. And we'll get into the book. Uh, I want. I got a few things I got to do before it that are very important. I want to bring a, obviously with that intro. You know, clearly we could do an episode or five on your background, your conversion, and whatnot. That's not the unfortunate. This this show will be on, on Saint Joseph. I'd love to maybe have you back some other time and talk mm-hmm. through. Your background, you are from Dearborn, Michigan originally, but you like surfing. Not <laughs> yeah. a lot of Dearborn, Michigan surfers that I've run into in my days. How? Give me the rundown <laughs> from Dearborn to how you picked up surfing. Yeah, so I was just born in Dearborn, and we lived there for about three months. Okay, so I have that no, makes sense. Though. Yeah, I have no memory or relatives there at all. Okay. Um, so that that kind of, although you can surf Lake Erie, I have to say, there's a surf shop there that um, – about two weeks out of the year, you get a good run of surf, but that's about it. So were you, were you born and raised in San Diego then? No. So no, well, I was raised there, but okay. born in Dearborn, but um, yeah. yeah. So, but we lived all over cause my, my stepfather was in the Navy. So we okay. always lived near water. Got it. Um, so that's the surfing connection. Very good. Yeah. Well, and another thing I think is important is your mother, uh, again, it's another full episode. Sounds like a kind of a modern day St. Monica. Uh, oh, no doubt. No doubt. Canonize the woman. My mom is a saint for sure. Uh, yeah. Really? I, I, I made her one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I drove her nuts. She needed God, but um, yeah. I mean, just knowing all the mothers out there who, who, you know, have kids who have fallen away from the church and they're ardent in their prayer. Obviously St. Monica is kind of the example, but you know, your, your mother's just another example of it happening still today. The Lord's providence working through a holy woman. And I think it's, a, you know, again, these are, I, just, I need to get you back on the show sometime when you're, when you're in less demand over St. Joseph's stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, that's just an important model to show that, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Catholic mother who, who's praying ardently for their child to come back. Your mom's just another great example of that. Yeah, she is. I'm, I love her so much. She's, she's an amazing woman for sure. Well, so again, as much as I want to spend on, on you, uh, we got to talk about St. Joseph. Uh, mm-hmm. You wrote the number one best-selling Catholic book of all of 2020. It has 4,000 reviews on mm-hmm. Amazon. That is, did you, did you ever think this would happen? I told my mom to stop doing that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I didn't know it would be this big. I mean, it's, it's so big right now. I mean, it's going to be in, available in 15 languages in the mm-hmm. next month. It's we've sold over half a million copies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's off the charts, I mean, man. My, my phone just rings all day, every day. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll tell you. So I'm, I have, I'm delivering three or four St. Joseph talks in the next month. Let's call it, you know, I get mm. invited to do Paris talks and everyone rarely do people tell me what I'm going to talk about. 
I've had four for four say, you are coming, you're talking about St. Joseph's. Well, yeah, I'll figure it out. Sounds good. <laughs> um, and my message to all of them is to buy your book and do it. And the amount of people I've already talked to who have already done that is shocking. I mean, wow, it's ubiquitous. Uh, so again, congratulations. But as I mentioned to you when we were shooting emails back and forth, if you re- wouldn't have put together such a good book, it wouldn't be a problem. But <laughs> I know. And I keep telling myself, you know, the year of St. Joseph ends on December 8th. So I'm going on vacation on December 9th. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads to my next question. You wrote this book, and I've got a couple questions on that. It came out, I believe, end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Is that correct? Yeah, it came out January 1st, 2020. Okay. But what was the date Pope Francis named it, declared 2021, the the year of Pope Francis, or Pope Pope, uh, St. Joseph by Phil Francis? Yeah, that was uh, December 8th of 2020. So uh, the end of the year. So I mean, unbelievable. What was yeah. your, what was, what, what was that like for you? Cause even in this book, ladies and gentlemen, when he, in this book, he talks about how great it would be mm. if, if this, if we could make a year to St. Joseph. So he's, he's longing and praying for it when he wrote the book. And then no more than a few months later, it happens. What was the moment like for you? I have to tell you, December 8th, 2020 was probably one of the happiest days of my life. I mean, I was so ecstatic that I was just numb all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just was on like cloud nine with happiness. And um, yeah, that was, it was extraordinary. My friend, I was so happy beyond happy. Uh, It's been, again, you, you get a sense of it in the book, uh, your love for St. Joseph. I want to start there. You know, my name is Joseph. I, I'm a Catholic speaker. I do, you know, things like this. So I think people assume that you're men's ministry and you got St. Joseph. I think people assume that I've got this, relationship with St. Joseph. Well, I was the youngest of three brothers and got picked on a lot more. The Joseph I tended to uh, be closest to was St. Joseph of the Old Testament. Uh, mm. Though I avoided any cisterns or anything like that, that tended to be my major Joseph figure in the Bible. And honestly, it wasn't until I read your book that I got into St. Joseph. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are like me that are kind mm. of on the sidelines with St. Joseph. We revere the guy. Mm-hmm. We, we, we understand he's important, but we don't, we don't know much. He didn't say anything in the Bible and there's not much to him. How did your relationship with St. Joseph start? Well, when I had my conversion to Catholicism many years ago, um, you know, I had lived a really jacked up manhood. I I was very flawed. I was very much a product of our times and I really messed it up. So when I was in the process of becoming Catholic, I was introduced to St. Joseph by these little Filipino women who told me to have a devotion to him. And it made sense to me because I'm like, look, you're like the model dude here. I mean, you, you were good enough to be you know, the husband of the most amazing woman ever. And you, you know, were the, the, the stand in for God, the father, for his son, you got it all together. I need you. I need you in my life. Cause I, I've really messed this up. I need my manhood restored. I need to return to virtue after all the vices that I've fallen into. And he did, and he continues to do that for me. And so what happened to me, I now want other people to be aware of. And in these crazy times that we live in, you know what I mean? Marriages are messed up. Families are jacked up. Men don't know what it means to be a man or husbands and fathers. So let's go to St. Joseph. And so that's, that's my desire. Why this book? Why, what was the inspiration for this specific book? Well, I think it needs to be like a program. So it's good to read a book, but it's better if you pray a book. Um, so I wanted this to be a book that you not just read, but you do and you pray. And so it's a 33 day process. So it's not something you just pick up and read straight through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to be like a retreat, so to speak. And it models itself after St. Louis de Montfort's 33 day method of consecration to the Virgin Mary. So I thought, why reinvent the wheel? I'll just imitate what the saint did, but I'll make the focus St. Joseph. So 
I will say this, the way that it is set up, and this is what I was, I was gushing over with the guy. So we did it in a group setting. I would also recommend that uh, if you can, I mean, similar like Exodus 90, I think you just get more out of it when you're doing it with other people. Uh, I would, I would recommend trying to do this with other people. Uh, and then clearly to your point, use the 33 day model, um, take time with it, pray with it for sure. But the way it's set up where you, where you go through the litany and then go back uh, and walk through each of the different titles of St. Joseph, it, it just gives so much clarity around it. And then the way you brought in all these saints, uh, it just becomes, to me, became kind of the definitive work on St. Joseph, uh, just because you picked and chose all of these great saints with which you built uh, the foundation on. Uh, so yeah. I, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. How long did this take, honestly? Three years. It took three years. <laughs> Not even surprised. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that towards the end, I was like, unsure if it was even going to be published because there was all kind of crazy stuff going on that is just between me and God. But, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world and sometimes in the church. And so I basically thought that it was going to come to nothing. And I had to like sacrifice it like, you know, and it hurt, man, because I was like, Lord, I just spent three years of this thing, poured my soul into this thing. I made a novena to every saint in the book that that took a year. And then to find out it might not even happen. I died, bro. I inside. I was like, but then God triumphed, man. People prayed for it and the victory came through. And now it's like off the charts. Yeah, it's bearing fruit like nobody's business. I'm giving a talk next month. Uh, oh, it's a few weeks now. And they said, I, I said, listen, here's what I want. We've got a, we've got a store in town called Divine Treasures. They're a Catholic bookstore. I said, what I want is at the end of my talk for them to have a stockpile of these books. And I'm just going to push people back there and I want them mm. to buy it. That's where I'm at with this. Awesome. I think that's what we need to do. I think we just need to get this in the hands of as many people as possible um, because you, you shine this light on St. Joseph that, that I just didn't think that I've just never experienced before. And I think you do it in a really, in a great way uh, that, that really helps. And we can dive into some of that more. I, I have a, some specific questions for you that maybe aren't in the book that are more personal to you, but mm-hmm. how, how do you think St. Joseph, you know, this is a show for men. Um, so a lot of fathers that are here, how, how do you think St. Joseph is the model for biological fathers? Yeah, well, you know, um, I mean, fatherhood, all fatherhood comes from God. So whether it's biological or spiritual, like, I mean, I'm not a biological father, but you call me father, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the the important thing is, is to realize that all fatherhood is called to be strong. It's called to be, um, you know, a pr- protecting fatherhood, a providing fatherhood. But at the same time, it's called to be a tender fatherhood a loving fatherhood, a merciful fatherhood. Because sometimes in culture today, you get one or two extremes. You get the guy who wants to be basically the machismo, you know, ogre and caveman, woman, make me breakfast kind of stuff. You know, that's that's not right. And then you've got the other kind that guys are just so confused that they don't even know what it means to be a man. And they're just, you know, crying all day in the corner. You know, what, what the heck is that? That's not right either. You've got virtue is in the middle. And in the exercise of your fatherhood with your children, um, you need to be strong. You need to be a protector. You need to fight off the wolves and the, the dragons that want to come into your home and destroy your wife and children. And yet you've got to be, you know, you're the man who can swing an ax and cut through wood, but you need to also use that same hand to caress your wife with great love and to show great affection for her because that the power of that that your children will see is the correct use of your strength and they won't be hurt or harmed by it. Uh, because so many have been abused by men and fathers, especially. Uh, we have an opportunity right now to correct this if we become like St. Joseph. 
you know, St. Joseph is the model of the virtues. I think he does a, a, you know, when you look at someone who models out the virtues, uh, he doesn't, he's the man who's called just uh, by mm-hmm. the angels. So he's, he's a just man and he's a prudent man. Uh, and, and to your point, that, that helps having that prudence and that justice balances out his strength, his caring, his love, all those things. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, it's easy for me as a father to relate to St. Joseph. What do you have to say to the women out there uh, who are mothers, who are sisters, who are daughters? Uh, what they can learn from St. Joseph. Oh, so much because, you know, every girl needs a dad. And, you know, I I do a lot of counseling with women, a, a lot of spiritual direction. And, you know, so many of them, even if they're in their, 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 you know, middle of life, you know, age, they're, they're insecure because they didn't get that affirmation from their father. He didn't pay attention to them, or he said hurtful and harmful things to their delicate feminine heart. And that, that wounds a girl. And so, you know, girls are, are so precious and, and so lovely that they need that loving presence of a father. And when they have been discovering this in St. Joseph, no matter what their wounds or histories are um, with their own father, oh, the healing, the, the comfort that they're telling me that they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've met women who said they've had so much anxiety throughout the years because of that father wound. But after doing the consecration, they no longer have insomnia. They're able to sleep like a baby. I just love that. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. And I think, you know, one of the things that we hear so often uh, spoken is, is, you know, using the women and, and children, men too, but people who have had traumatizing fatherhoods, bad fathers, uh, will have trouble relating with God the Father. And I think mm-hmm. it's great that you're giving them, you know, hey, listen, you might not have had a good father, but here's an example of, of someone who was, uh, who, who cares about you, who ardently, who ardently cares about you. I think that's, that's wonderful. Um, what do you have to say to our priest friends, to our priests out there who are out shepherding, who are in the role of the father of the parish? Uh, what can they learn from St. Joseph? Oh, so much because, you know, um, St. Joseph serves as the model for, for, for a bishop and a priest, even though he was not a bishop and a priest. Um, what he shows them is that the bride that um, they have. So for us, you know, clergy, we're, we're espoused to the church. Um, but that doesn't mean that she's at our disposal to do with her what we want. No, no, no. We are to be servants of this mystery of beauty. We are to be men who sacrifice, defend her, slay dragons for her and die for her, just like St. Joseph did for the Virgin Mary. And so that's extremely important because, you know, sometimes guys in the clergy, you know, in in the priesthood and, and bishops, they can get a little too into themselves and they can wield their power in the wrong way and just want to make it all about them. It's not about you, bro. You know, it's about you elevating your bride. Um, and that's what we as clergy, I think, should see and imitate in St. Joseph. I gotta, I'm got. i going to ask you this question. I'll answer my own for you, and then I'll let you answer, which is what what do you hope people uh, learn about St. Joseph? What maybe they don't know, or or at least I'll tell you what I learned from the book that I, I'm trying to, to tell everyone I know about, and it's this. Uh, my big takeaway was that I have devotion to lots of saints, people who I, who I, for whatever reason, I respect, I pray to, I love. So whether whether it's a Padre Pio, uh, whether it's a St. Maximilian Kolbe, uh, whether it's a, a Blessed Pierre Georgia Forsati, whomever it is, I have these saints who, who I love and I adore uh, and I go to with frequency. Mm. And the, the way I'm, this is my words, not yours, but you, you worded it pretty well. And I, I'm, this is my conception of it. If they knew that I was going to them before St. Joseph, they would be mad at me. 
if, if, if Bless Pierre and Giorgio knew that I was spending more time talking with him than going to St. Joseph, he'd be mad at me because, as you so eloquently put, St. Joseph's above all the saints. He's above them all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they would be the first ones to tell you, hey, look it. It goes God and Jesus, Holy Spirit, and then it goes to Mary, and then it goes to Joseph. Then, then you can look at us. But he's right. the model before us all because, yeah. and as you put so many times in the book, here's a guy, a few of the saints have talked to Mary. This is a guy who lived with Mary and protected right. Mary. A few of the guys have, have met Jesus. He held Jesus in his arms. And when you just put it into perspective, that that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm trying to tell everyone, hey, your saints are great. My saints are great. The people we go to are awesome. St. Joseph is the next level. And I'm just trying to help people understand that. What are the one or two things you hope people uh, learn from St. Joseph, especially this year? Well, I think, again, just going back to, you know, he's our loving father. So we, like Jesus, should entrust ourselves to him. And we too will increase because his name, Joseph, it means increase. He is the increaser. That's what a good father does. And he's only going to increase your relationship with Jesus. He's going to increase your relationship with Mary because he's the father of Mary in devotion. He's the first one to say, my lady, right? And, and we say it, but he, I mean, it's, it's next level for him. This mm-hmm. guy is off the charts in his closeness to Jesus and Mary. Um, and he's even higher than the angels. I mean, God doesn't obey angels, but God obeyed Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking next level holiness here. Um, he's not on the same level as Mary, of course, no, but he's above everybody else. And so that's what I want people to know and to know that they can go to him in these difficult times. There's a lot of fear and anxiety in the world. A lot of people are out of work. Well, let's go to St. Joseph right now. You have a quote that says, the first person to entrust himself to the spiritual care of Joseph and Mary was Jesus. Correct. That really sums up the example that you're trying to set here is that we are trying, as all Christians are, to grow in holiness uh, and in conformity to our lives of Jesus. I think most Catholics understand that Mary is a great way to do that. She's a great way to help us Mm -hmm. look and feel more like Jesus. And you're saying, don't forget about Joseph. He's too important. Don't miss him. And he can help you do the same. Father Calloway, again, I can't encourage you guys enough to go to Divine Treasures, Amazon.com, wherever you get your books. Pick up the the Consecration to St. Joseph by Father Don Calloway. Get a group together. Do this thing. It will will absolutely change your life. It will change your relationship with uh, with St. Joseph. Father Calloway, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much, man. We're going to head to a short break, and we will be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop, ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com Thank you, Dental Associates, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. 515-225-6742. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. My thanks again to Father Calloway for joining me to discuss St. Joseph. Really implore you this year to take 
time and get to know St. Joseph better. Uh, again, I, as I mentioned multiple times, as you could hear, uh, I think the best way to start would be with Father, Ca- Father Calloway's book. Take 33 days of your life uh, in prayer and get to know St. Joseph a little better. And, and I have to say, you know, reiterate this point that, you know, one of the, obviously one of the major differences between Protestants and Catholics is the relationship to the saints. And the Catholic Church, and I've known this, but there's a part that I didn't know, the Catholic Church has always uh, said, you know, we give latria, praise and honor and glory to, to God alone, right? So God is above, he's the only one we actually give worship to is God, latria. And the saints, we give what we call dulia, which is which is a kind of a reverence. We give reverence to the saints. We don't worship saints. We give reverence to the saints. Well, up the chain from the saints is the Blessed Mother, which we give what we call hyperdulia, which is a great, the highest level of honor. Again, that is well below latria, which is uh, which is praise and worship. We don't do that to Mary. We don't do that to anyone but God alone. Well, so I've known that. I've had that framework in my head that we give honor to the saints. We 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 enjoy we, their presence and we hold them in high esteem. And then Mary above all the saints, and then way above all of them is what we do to God, which is worship. I did not know that Saint Joseph has a special role above all the saints. He is the greatest of the saints. We give him what's called the protodulia, the first honor. Below Mary, hyper, hyperdulia. But I did not know that, that St. Joseph, of all the saints, needs to be behind Mary and behind God. Above Again, I have great affinity for many of the saints. St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas More, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Forsati, Padre Pio, whomever it is. St. Joseph is above them. And I think that's our call this year, this month maybe specifically, kick it off. Uh, to to grow in relationship and understanding of the importance he played in the life of Jesus and as the protector, the Savior of the Savior. Thank you for joining me today on Man Up on Iocathic Radio. I am Joe Stapios. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stapulis. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.